युकी काय करतोयस तू हाय बस आय नो यू एक्साइटेड टू मीट मी आफ्टर आय कम बॅक फ्रॉम अ स्कूल वॉज इट अ टायरिंग डे टू डे आर या आय कॅन जस्ट यू नो सी फ्रॉम युअर फेस आय यू मेंटली एक्झॉस्टेड होय ऑब्विसली यू फेस मेंटल फिटीग as soon as you think about school Thanks. so going to school is like uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey let's go upstairs to the home theater let's go watch something cool yeah let's take your mind off things what do you want to watch i don't know movie or or show or something hmm. yuki what do you want to watch i think that barkment a tv show all right ah uh. Why is Doordarshan on? Right, like just by default I guess because it's the first TV channel of India after independence and you know hmm. since it's on why don't we you know continue watching this channel? Yeah. Hmm. Tai thinking of it Doordarshan first started television in India. But how did TV shows I mean movies cinemas theater start in the first place what is the purvakyan behind it get it yeah well the most earliest purvakyan i think of when it comes to cinema to theater is natya shastra so we present purvakhyan of movies or tv shows guys let us know how you like the intro we are quite excited about it We had a little collab with uh, Purvakhyan and YC as in Yukta Chitare. You might be knowing her because she made Purvakhyan poster for us. So, hope you guys enjoyed the intro and stay tuned for the rest of the podcast and the series because it's going to get even more entertaining. get it movies and tv shows ended i'm sorry continue this episode episode 1 is the purvakhyan of the origin of theater in india natya shastra presenting bharat a copy of his natya ved comprising selections from the rigved that is recitation from the yajur ved acting from the sam ved music and from the atharva ved sentiments God Brahma instructed Bharat to make rules for everything connected with the world of theater. Bharat obeyed and started spreading these teachings in the ancient world. Maharshi Bharat wrote down these teachings in the form of a series of question and answer sessions between Bharat and his 100 sons which are the sages or munis. so you know kind of like a press conference this conference then led to the formation of an encyclopedia on theater 
which acted as a manual for the performers on the stage and became known as the Natya Shastra. And this manual still forms the foundation of the classical forms of theatre and dance in India. The instructions of the Natya Shastra became established through centuries of practical theatre work. This means Natya Shastra kept updating itself according to the times and the styles. But then comes the question, when exactly was it compiled? I mean, it, it is a pretty ancient work, isn't it? Yes, the compilation of this dates back most probably to the 2nd century AD. Uh, by the, this kind of compilation, we're talking about the written evidence that we found. Although the tradition formulated in it was much, much, much more older. You know, with the fact that Bharat wrote Natya Shastra. Pranamya Shirasadevau Pitamaha Maheshwarau Natya Shastram Pravakshyami most probably the written Natya Shastra preserves information and practices that had already been conveyed orally. Mm-hmm. So it's quite ancient. Exactly. And like most parts of our history, the exact date when Bharat Muni existed as well as the date when the Natya Shastra was penned down are unknown and have been shrouded under bra- blankets. We can only get approximate datings of both of these events. However, there is evidence to the fact that Mahakavi Kalidas had access to the Sanskrit work of Natya Shastra. He refers to its author in his lyrical work, Vikramurvarsi, and the author, of course, being Bharat. And so there is sufficient evidence to surmise that Bharat existed in about 400 BCE, or even earlier. So now we know the story behind Natya Shastra, we know when it may have been compiled, but what exactly did it compile? Mm-hmm. Nice question, Tal. Thank you. Natya Shastra's 36 chapters give instructions on almost all aspects of theatre and dance. Theatre building, the stage, theory of poetry, the use of the voice, makeup, costume, acting styles, dance techniques, and even theater criticism. I mean, it's not even left out what happens to the judging of theater and all the acts. It has even included theater criticism and the instructions to that. Not to mention, mm-hmm. there is also the theory of Russ involved. What is this theory, you might ask? Check out The Woman of the Week, Episode 3 dedicated to Lata Mangeshkar to know more about the theory of Rus. <laughs> Never fail to promote. Never. Podcast side note for you guys. Woohoo! The etymology of Natya Shastra. The title of the text is composed of two words, Natya and Shastra. The root of the Sanskrit word Natya is Nata, which means act, represent. The word Shastra means precept, rules, manual, compendium, book or treatise and is generally used as a suffix in the Indian literature context for knowledge in a defined area of practice. So Natya Shastra, as you can see, 
is a treatise of acting or representing something very layman but i mean yeah end of side note close bracket let's go back to the purvakyan of natya shastra with all of this knowledge that was compiled after being orally passed down there arose an imperative need to have institutions or structures helping in keeping natya shastra records and what better structures in the place of learning itself schools the art schools of shilalin and krishashwar mentioned in both the brahmanas and kalpa sutras as well as shrot sutras may have been associated with the performance of vedic rituals and storytelling with embedded ethical values the vedang texts such as verse 1.4.29 of panini sutras mention these as well so here comes another evidence of the origin of natya shastra natya shastra involves instructions for carrying out any kind of theatrical performances these also followed for those performances that involved ritual recitation dialogue and song representing spiritual themes interestingly these kind of performances fell under ancient vedic traditions and ancient vedic cultural systems as given in 800 to 700 bce works like the sanskrit verses of stapata brahmana which are written in the form of a riddle play between two actors very natya shastra So from 400 BCE we jump to more ancient 800 BCE Natya Shastra keeps moving back in time but just to go back and back and back to the earliest uh peaks of ancient indian civilization Oh my my what a plot twist what a plot twist indeed <laughs> But again comes the question why was Natya Shastra such a big deal in the first place Why on earth was theater so important in ancient India? Well, we have a research study that has quite answered this radical questions of question of ours. A research study done by Malyaban Chattopadhyay titled A Historical Study of Ancient Indian Theater: Communication in the Light of Natya Shastra quotes these lines. Theater in ancient India was an important medium of communication. There were several dramatists in ancient India like Kalidas and Bas. They wrote several dramas which made them immortal in the minds of the ancient Indian audience. Richard Solomon while discussing his typological analysis of inscriptions in Indian epigraphy has mentioned that in the literary inscriptions we can find the reference of drama. It proves that dramatic performance was popular in ancient India. For that reason it can be said that drama was an important medium of mass communication of the ancient world just like inscriptions Here lies a question who made the drama so popular Here lies the importance of the performers They had played an important role in popular popularizing dramas in ancient India What were their ways of thinking regarding communicating the audience through their performance? How did they try to communicate with the audience? We cannot get answers of these questions that Arya stated from any inscription because these only had the reference of the dramas and the dramatists not of those who made the dramas popular 
which are the performers. Natyashastra, however, is a text which depicts the mind of the performers for the first time in the history of drama. Natyashastra is one among the famous trio of India, the other two being Kautilya's as in Janakya's Arthashastra and Vatsayana's Kamshastra. All the three works form the encyclopedia of Indian civilization. While the major subject in Janakya's work is polity and government, Kamshastra deals with the man's artistic pursuits and accomplishments. Both the works leave no stone unturned in matters concerning body and mind. Natyashastra exists in two versions, one running to 37 chapters and the other one running 36 chapters. Abhinav Gupta's well-known commentary, Abhinav Bharti, follows the text with 37 chapters, but it itself gives references to variant readings and interpolations. Though in Panini's reference to the Natya Sutras of Shilalin and Krishashwin, Shilalin and Krishashwin being art schools, as we discussed earlier, uh, they show that there were some works on dramaturgy even before the fifth century BC. The only earliest available text, however, is Natya Shastra. Hence, it can be assumed these variants may have eventually compiled or arisen from. Natyashastra itself resulting in the conclusion that Natyashastra is a compilation of almost the entire knowledge of visual and performing arts of ancient India you know all these works proclaim to the world that indian education did not stop with scriptures and philosophies it was so much more than that although the modern indians seem to completely forget that they completely forget that education is not only about whether you will become an engineer or doctor or lawyer but rather a base to try and perfect that which you are passionate to learn may it be something academic you know like uh, becoming a doctor or it's an art form such as singing or painting or sculpting anything that you're passionate about exactly and i guess this is a product of us not being aware of ourselves being confused about what to do what our passions actually even are uh, you know a reason behind this i feel is the education system we still follow from the colonial period i mean it has changed quite a lot but uh, there are still yes there are still some rigid um, systems in place that do not allow us to explore our passions anymore and i feel like um the society around us for the future generations also is not very adaptable probably it one of the products of the colonial education system but still i feel like even the society needs to change for it to change even further the education system exactly this is why the parts of history that have been kept hidden from us or have been kept away from our minds need to be revived 
Knowing our history is the biggest step we can take to learning ourselves because history is basically learning about people who are just like us but lived in the past. Exactly. Coming back to Purvakhyan, what exactly are these rules of Natya Shastra? Well, in Natya Shastra, Bharat states that the audience plays a major role in any kind of play. Since they are able to praise a play or disapprove of it, Bharat's Natya Shastra prescribes certain qualifications for the playgoers, i.e., the audience. They should express their reactions either by clapping their hands, or by laughing louder, or by uttering exclamations as the occasion demands. Wow, wow, wow! <laughs> exactly like that. Finally, I got some fillers from Tahu. <laughs> These forms of encouragement are bound to inspire the actors on the stage to perform their roles to the utmost satisfaction. Just like, you know, I was fueled right now. Right. However, the audience must do these actions bearing in mind that they do not disturb the actual play. Even if the audience is mad and disapproves of the play because of something, they must by all means identify the reason for such failure. Bharat is against sweeping statements, those, you know, without any concrete reasoning behind them. He encouraged competition and that qualified and sympathetic judges must participate. He even mentions how and at what distance the judges must be seated. So he even had a criteria for the judges. He was like, the judges need to be judged. When it comes to the stage and performers, Bharat believes makeup, costume and other paraphernalia, that is stage props, help to communicate to the play to the audience. He prescribes specific makeup to everyone entering the stage. Be you god, queen, servant, you have to put on the prescribed makeup, costume, jewelry, weapons, and all that. It is love or hate at first sight. The very appearance of the character should speak volumes to the audience. Love the god and hate the demon. Love the hero and hate the villain. Also prescribes a number of details concerning emotion and feeling to be expressed by the actors. He meticulously describes the art of such expressions in stylized tones and gestures suiting the status of the character. Special directions are also given regarding different kinds of loving and pining heroes. It is no wonder that Sanskrit plays have mostly love as their theme and that speaks for the immortality of the plays as love is a surely eternal and everlasting theme. Ah, maybe that's the reason why Shakespeare's plays are e- read even today. <laughs> All the tragedy and comedy are replicated so many times. However, the themes always have something in common. Love. It's the most relatable topic, it seems. Even subtle aspects become important in these loved themes, uh, love-themed plays. There are rules about how the times of the day or asides are to be conveyed on the stage. 
the different types of characters and their characteristics are beautifully explained and organized to guide even the modern day directors as in this time 21st century directors and writers to administer the art of choosing artists and distributing their roles to perfection of course love is in the air although it seems quite a lot of modern day directors have to yet read natya shastra and thus lack the insight of the art of choosing aside from love in movies and theaters there is of course love songs music is in fact recognized as the food of love all over the world and bharat plays on he considers music under two heads instrumental and vocal the four kinds of instruments stringed percussion solid and hollow in the stringed variety the orchestra consists of a singer and players of vibhanchi veena and flute in the percussion orchestra the mridanga panava and dardura accompany the actors the trio instrumental music and natya must be used like a fire band moving in fast circles bharat explains the seven swaras or notes and tells us of the human throat and the veena as their source there are rules in handling the musical instruments leave alone playing on them It is quite amazing to read about the place where orchestra and singers are to be seated. Bharat shows an innate understanding of the effective use of ras. He explains the eight emotional states with their corresponding ras. His list comprised of eight ras while the shanta ras was later added by writers making it navaras. The nine Ras, which you can also get details on in episode three of Women of the Week series Purva Khan. Bharat also speaks of thirty-three minor fleeting feelings like bashfulness, anxiety, and indignation, spontaneous and involuntary reactions like perspiration and tears, are also mentioned. Such detail and intricacy. A detailed treatment of Sanskrit prosody makes the work interesting to poets and writers and of course to us readers. And what is interesting is that Maharshi Bharat had a rule that discouraged the performance of tragedy on the stage. Oh. Yeah, that is quite interesting. But this is not to say that a play containing a tragic episode was discouraged. but a story ending on a tragic note was discouraged bhasa broke such a rule for he wrote tragedies too that's why you probably do not know his name but we know kalidas so i guess yeah good for bas indian drama from the earliest times was shaped by bharat's natyashastra 
not only were its rules strictly followed by eminent classical dramatists whose plays were performed in temples and palaces but were also obeyed to the core in the common man's theatre the work remained a source book for scholars and writers of drama and inspired several other treatises today it is a different story the more was the work revered and obeyed the quicker it was lost with the arrival of the british our indian theaters underwent a dramatic change pun not intended influenced by european theaters our indian theaters too are changing is this what we call change with the times yet bharat's natya shastra clears all our doubts about how dance and drama were performed in our country of the pre colonial era enjoying patronage and popularity while women in england had to wait till charles ii came ba- uh, back to power in somewhere 1660 and allowed them to perform on stage it is really heartening to note that in our country female roles were performed by women in those days of yore thanks is owed to bharat for giving importance to women to perform on a par with men so much so that bharatnatyam an ancient indian classical dance form was solely performed by women for the gods men were usually not seen fit enough to carry the devotion and essence that bharatnatyam portrays for the gods and goddesses so very very few very well trained men were allowed to perform bharatnatyam whereas almost all and every woman that wished to did so it is truly a surreal compilation of art of theater of love get it arya i hope you do not consider your puns as comedy please they are if your puns were ever in a movie or tv show or sitcom or whatever only yuki would laugh that's so mean yuki has better taste in everything than you that's because i raised him let's go and write the second episode of the movies and tv show series of purvakhyan and then come and give your reasons satye only because you made a valid point and i have nothing else to say about what go bye and you guys the listeners make sure you subscribe to purvakhyan and press the like button and share it please so the word of bharatiya cinema and its origins spreads as far as possible we can assure you learning about indian theater it really is very interesting and of course entertaining so subscribe to our channel for more of purvakhyan of indian theater and cinema bye meet you in the next episode tuk tuk tuk